Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with today's conversation about resilience. But first, if you're interested in creating a better life, having a better career, please visit kintsugipodcast.com and grab your free workbook on how to have a better life. In it, you'll discover tips and routines so you can find the energy for the things and the people who matter most so you can create a better tomorrow and create the life and career you desire. Hey there, it's Michael, and welcome back to another Kintsugi podcast, another conversation about resilience. I'm going to start with a story about Zen. It's a story I heard a long time ago, but I recently heard it, and I think it's fitting for this moment in time. It goes like this. During his days as a teacher, a leader called upon Japanese Zen master, Nanin, to teach him all about Zen. Who wouldn't want to learn about Zen? True to custom, Nanin served the leader a cup of tea. As he poured, the leader's cup became full. But Nanin continued pouring. He didn't stop. And as the cup spilled over onto the table, the leader could no longer contain himself, as leaders do, because sometimes leaders have this addiction to their own perspective, addiction to being right. He shouted out, it's full. No more will go in. You have to stop. But Nanin turned to him calmly, peacefully, and said, as the cup, you are too full of your own opinions and speculations. How can I teach you about Zen unless you first empty your cup? I love this story because it speaks to the concept of addition through subtraction, that sometimes we have to let go of things in order to grow. This past weekend, we were up in Vermont, my daughters and I. We took an extended weekend, if you will, a long weekend, to go back up to a place where we used to vacation as a family. It just feels so right, feels so safe. and. I'll be honest, the change of scenery was awesome sauce because I haven't been anywhere since COVID hit. So going up and seeing the fall colors was really special. I just love this time of year. So we were up at a place called the Tyler Place. It's three miles south of the Canadian border, right on Lake Champlain, the lake that separates New York and Vermont as you go way up north. And again, we used to go there when the kids were really younger and they could go and just play. It was almost like camp for adults and camp for kids. There was just this feeling of safety. And in a world that seems to be out of control, it brought back that nostalgia feeling of, wow, like there's some safety here. There's some order. Because I love a lot of good disruption, but I also have enough space in my head to recognize that we also need order. Everything can't be highly disruptive all the time. We need a combination of both. We need to be able to hold both thoughts in our head at the same time. Honoring order, but also disrupting enough so we can grow and innovate and change and all that jazz. But this time of year is a really special time of year for us as a family. We have three birthdays during the month of September and October, but I just love how the calendar changes and we get into cooler temperatures, but really the trees and the fall foliage and the night sky, all that jazz. I just love the moment. It's also, well, it's cozy. And who doesn't like a little bit of cozy? And I would say seeing the leaves up there compared to where we live in New Jersey, they're about a week or two away from being at peak foliage. And then when that happens, a whole bunch of people are going to flock to New England 
for Sunday drives to check out the vibrant colors, to check out the beauty of the trees. And I don't say that to judge. We used to do that growing up. I grew up in upstate New York, Western New York, and we would literally go on Sunday drives. That would be our activity. This is long before video games and smartphones and all that jazz. We would just drive around looking at leaves. And as a kid, it was so boring. I didn't even have control of the radio. And I think at the time it was like AM radio. So there were no Walkmans to listen to, none of that stuff. Now I'm totally dating myself. But as an adult, this past weekend was a beautiful moment to pause, breathe, and reflect, which I think we all need to do more of, especially this year. Pause, breathe, and reflect. Reflect on what we're grateful for. Reflect on how we want to show up and tune into the world. Reflect on what we're looking at, maybe what we even need to let go. And the drive up, too, was that moment. It was so peaceful driving up from New Jersey to Vermont. And I soaked in all the colors, the yellows, the oranges, the reds, the greens. And I thought about how we love being witness to this change process. This is a change event in good old mother nature land. But we struggle so often when we go through something similar, when we go through change. For the trees, it's a, well, it's a natural part of life. It's the circle of life. The process happens, I believe, for the tree, not to the tree. It adds another ring, maybe another ring of age or wisdom. And the leaves transition with this promise that new growth will soon come as we go through the seasons. And as I was looking at the trees in my drive up, I wondered what the Lorax, you know, the Lorax from Dr. Seuss, because, you know, he speaks for the trees, what he would say about their transformation. I wonder if they fight it or do they accept it? Does it hurt or isn't it a big deal at all? And what do the colors represent to them, all the things on their outside? And as we know, we have a whole bunch of things on our outside, all those external merit badges that we grab after, all the things that are like our bling, our material possessions. Well, the leaves in some way, you know, can symbolize that for the trees. Through one lens, the color could represent anger for red or cowardness for yellow, maybe superficiality for orange, and of course, green with envy. And as I thought about that, that sounds a lot like 2020 in many ways. But with a shift, if you get my blog, you know that we in our Peloton like to shift our perspective because we ultimately know we go where our eyes go, or in other words, wherever we place our attention, we place our energy, and our energy is what helps create that better tomorrow for us. So through a shift, we could see the colors representing something completely different. That's the cool thing about shifting our perspective. We can see something new, new possibilities. The colors could represent, say, love for the red, optimism for yellow, cheerfulness for orange. That happens to be one of my favorite colors. And of course, positivity for green, even though they're going through this massive change process. And we too are going through a massive change process. And I believe when we look at the trees as us humans, we see that emotion, those feelings when we look at the leaves. We don't look at it as envy or cowardice when we see green or yellow. We look at the beauty, the love, the optimism. It's a wonderful event when we look at the trees and we soak in the fall foliage during all those wonderful Sunday drives that we might take. We focus on the beauty of the moment. Because we know 
that moment for Mother Nature is a change process that will ultimately lead to growth. So this is what I thought about on the drive and during our trip. What if we could also see the same for us when we go through personal or maybe your company or societal change? Maybe we can see that it's happening for us, not to us. And I know that we're we're not trees, but like the trees, sometimes we do need to let go of things, let go of our attachments to grow. We have to, so many words, empty our cup in order to experience Zen. And I get it. Like this moment is beyond tough for so many people. Those lucky to have a job are working more hours than ever before. You've transferred your commuting time to working time. Those without are scared. You're holding your breath, wondering when your job is going to come back. And I've experienced both types of situations in my career where I'm just working more and more and more and more. I can't catch my breath. And I've also been out of a job or gone to the cash machine with no funds in the bank, holding my breath, holding out hope that a new job will come. And during these moments on either side of the coin, what I've experienced or discovered is that these moments don't last forever. This moment too shall pass. But there are also opportunities to let go of some old attachments, letting go of our leaves, if you will, emptying our cup. When we let go of our old attachments, that gives us a chance to grow. And I think this moment in 2020 is an example of letting go of old beliefs, old systems, some old attachments, so we can have growth after this trauma. So my invitation today, and this is all part of resilience, be able to get back up again with a little bit more wisdom, get back up again with maybe a reframing, a shift in perspective. So we go in a slightly different direction toward that creation of a better tomorrow, that we can see the change process differently. As we marvel in the beauty of the season, that we can take maybe a lesson from that and apply it to our own lives. And again, believe that this moment is happening for us, not to us. And perhaps it's an invitation to let go of some old attachments so you can grow. Maybe it's time to empty that cup. So to do that, I would recommend, as we often do, is to take a moment to pause, breathe, and reflect, again, on the things that you're grateful for, but what you need to let go of in order to grow. And let me know what comes up when you think about that. As always, thanks for listening, subscribing, and leaving a comment on our Kintsugi podcast. For those that are just finding us, I started this back in March because I thought we needed a little bit more resilience to go through COVID. So it's a special little project to help us through this moment in time. And I'm so grateful for everyone who's been listening across the world and taking in some, hopefully some wisdom so we can be tougher than our tough moment. Because I believe this, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. This is a tough moment, but we are tougher. We are more resilient than this moment in time. But We have to live our life with awareness and intentionality to get through this moment. We also need to do it together because I think the way through is being together as I use the metaphor as one Peloton, that we're all connected, whether we like it or not, whether we want to be connected or not, we all are. And that's how we're going to get through this moment. So again, thanks for listening, subscribing. If you haven't yet subscribed to my blog, you can go to michaelobrienshift.com and get my blog. 
And with that, you get some other little things that we are doing just to help you create a better tomorrow, help you prevent maybe those bad moments from turning into a bad day. There too, you can check out our new merch, our Pause, Breathe, and Reflect t-shirt, which is awesome. Uh, And I know I'm biased, but the reviews I'm getting back from people, they love the shirt. It's super soft and there's a special message inside of it. So I hope you'll check it out. And if you have a question about almost anything, you can go to kintsugipodcast.com and leave it there. And I will do my best to answer it as quickly as possible. There, you can also check out my Leadership Academy for all the people in the middle of organizations looking to grow, looking to let go of some old ways, maybe just being too reliant on corporate workshops and doing something new so you can have the life and career that you desire. So I hope you'll check it out. And until next week, I hope you have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.